everybody, and welcome to an episode of Coach's Corner, where I answer emails and questions from you. So if you have a question that you want me to answer on the air, you can email assist at christinehassler.com. And if you want to be coached on the air, just also indicate that in your email to Rebecca, who is the lovely assist at christinehassler.com, and she'll put you on the wait list so that when I do open up sessions, you get an email first. So I'm actually going to answer three questions today, and I'm going to dive right in. So first question is from Jessica. I'm fairly new to this journey of self-development, and I'm realizing a lot more about myself than I anticipated. (laughs) Jessica, you're not alone in that. I think a lot of it when we opened a Pandora's box of self-development, we're like, oh, wow, Can can I go back to ignorance is bliss? Nope, you can never go back, but I promise you it gets easier. Okay, back to her question. I realize I'm a people pleaser and that all my life I've stayed small and done what I thought I should do. I never wanted to upset anyone or make them uncomfortable, regardless of what it did to me. I believe I made so many important decisions based on what I should do versus what I wanted to do. In the midst of this, my husband and I are in counseling and have been for about eight months. I feel like we've made some progress, but it's always two steps forward, three steps back. Since I've realized all this about myself, I've been quiet. I'm trying to process and learn how to stand up for myself without being mean to my family, not overreact about certain things. It's really difficult. I've also learned that I've become codependent. I've completely lost myself and my husband and kids. I was clear and independent before marriage, sort of. Anyway, my question is this. How do I process this information? How do I work through these feelings? I feel like I've been in a funk for days. I'm not mad or upset, just not my upbeat self, which gets taken the wrong way, especially by my husband. I've told him I've got a lot going on in my head, and he knows I'm doing the work, but I'm not comfortable sharing my findings with him yet. Is this funk part of it, or am I doing something wrong? Typically, I drink to lighten up when I feel like this, but obviously, that doesn't help for long. It's just a Band-Aid. I've also begun journaling, which is helpful, but I still feel stuck. Please help. Okay, Jessica, I'm sure that thousands of people listening can relate to this. They're either in it now or they've been there before. The first step of waking up is awareness. And when we start to get aware and we start to notice all of these things about ourselves and we start to remember things from our past, it's a lot. And sometimes the funk is that part of us that's in a little bit of overwhelm, kind of shutting down because all those emotions and memories that we've been suppressing for years and years start to kind of bubble up and it takes a lot of energy to repress them. And that's why we end up a little funky, a little irritable, a little moody, and sometimes even a little bit depressed, which is why we want an upper. We want an upper like a drink or sugar or one of those things. So the first thing I just really want to emphasize here is that this is a normal part of personal development. And rather than, you know, you asked me a lot of questions here, but I also know you're in a bit of overwhelm. So rather than giving you a ton of things here, I'm going to really just give you one big piece of advice. Well, first of all, keep listening to the podcast because you'll pick up things. You'll hear me coach different people. You relate to different people. I'm also going to put a link to the show notes on people pleasing because I wrote an article about that years ago that may be helpful. But what I want you to practice on, and the key thing here is your self-talk and your relationship with yourself. Because the biggest reason personal development and all this stuff gets really, really hard is because our inner critic gets too loud. 
And so much of personal development is about our relationship with ourselves, with ourselves. And when we are feeling funky or when we're feeling triggered or when we're starting to have these aha moments, we must be gentle to ourselves. We must be kind to ourselves. So Jessica, I want you to find that inner voice that is compassionate and loving and kind to you. And first, you just might need to be the observer. You might need to just observe your self-talk and how you are with yourself and notice that it probably is a little critical or it probably is a little bit fear-based or it probably is a little too concerned with what other people think. So I want you to practice self-soothing self-talk and just observe. Observe when you're in a funk like, oh, wow, I'm kind of feeling funky right now. I just snapped at my husband. Huh okay, I have compassion for myself and let me see if I can shift this because that's where you are. You're at this kind of very important precipice where your relationship with yourself is going to change and changing it into one of compassion, one of encouragement and out of one of reaction, out of judgment and out of criticism is key to continuing on the personal growth path without feeling so frustrated and funky. So thank you, Jessica, for your question. And let's move on to a question here from Lara. She says, in a recent episode, Christine, you talked about the difference between just shining a light on something, spiritual entertainment, versus actually doing the work. It would be great if you could explain this a bit more and perhaps provide some advice for making sure you're taking a leap from acknowledging something to moving through it. This is such a great question and I'm so glad that you're bringing this up because I see a lot of consumers of personal transformation and I've been one of those people have so much awareness and so much insight and they can explain and analyze something or themselves to death, but they're not creating different results. And that really is the key distinction. If you're creating what you want in your life, if you're living into your possibility, into your potential, if you really feel like you're healing and growing and shifting and changing, then you're, you're actually doing the work. But if things in your life aren't really manifesting, if you are feeling a little bit stuck, if you're kind of experiencing the same situations or patterns over and over and over again, but you have a lot of awareness, and you can explain it and analyze it to death, but things aren't changing, then you're kind of in the spiritual entertainment or spiritual bypass part. So let me just give a very specific example. So let's say that you're out in the world dating and every person that you date, like it just maybe goes three, four dates or even less than that or even more, but then it doesn't work out. The person ends up usually ending it. And so from like a spiritual bypass place or shining the light on it, you might go, oh, well, it wasn't for the highest good and it must not have been meant to be and my man or my woman is coming and it'll just be better and, you know, this is just a process of elimination. Whereas actually doing the work is going in and going, okay, so the last four people I've dated that I've liked really have ended it. So I need to look at why am I creating this? Is there a fear that I have about B 
being abandoned or being left that's manifesting? Or is there a fear of intimacy? So on some level, I'm sabotaging it. Or am I not being myself? Am I not being authentic? Because my whole life, I've been a chameleon or a people pleaser, and I think I need to be a certain way to get someone to like me, but it's creating a different kind of result. Or have I not gotten over the grief of a past relationship? And so I'm just carrying that baggage into this one. So that's just an example of the difference between kind of going, you know what, it all happens for a reason versus actually doing the work to look at what that reason is so that it can stop happening. Second to that, if you're just talking about your issues, but not feeling your feelings around them and changing your beliefs around them, then you're just analyzing yourself. So There's a difference between talking about your abandonment issues and being able to explain them psychologically about why you're afraid of commitment or why you're afraid people would cheat on you or why you're afraid to open your heart and actually going back and doing the work to really process those initial triggers that created this pattern of abandonment. So Lara, that's a great question. I hope that cleared it up for you. If you have more questions about it or anyone else does, make sure to let me know. Assist at christinehasser.com is a place to send your questions. Okay, before we go on to my third question, I just want to remind you all of something, and that is that Fresh Books is giving all of my listeners a free 30-day trial. You've probably heard me talk about them before. I really, really, really love this online accounting software. It's so easy, and it really makes running your own business and being a freelancer so much more professional and it shifts how you deal with day-to-day paperwork that can pile up. It's been redesigned and custom built for exactly the way freelancers and entrepreneurs work. So if you really want to be successful in your business and in life, you've got to be organized, you got to have systems and you got to get paid. And FreshBooks helps you do that because you can create and send professional looking invoices, you can set up online payments, you can see when your client has seen your invoice, and it's really, really easy to use, even if you're not a numbers person. FreshBooks does that part for you. Again, they're offering this 30-day unrestricted free trial to all over and on with it listeners. Just go to freshbooks.com slash Christine and enter over it and on with it in the how did you hear about us section. And that info will be in the show notes. Oh, and one more thing before I go to my last question. Bali, Bali, Bali is coming up. September, we're enrolling. And I'm going to share a really cool story on Wednesday's episode about a woman who enrolled who didn't think she could because she didn't have money and she's a mom and all the objections came up even though she really, really wanted to. And Jill and her came up with a really creative solution for her to be able to afford the trip and get the miles and she's coming and she's so psyched. So to make sure to listen Wednesday to that story because I can't wait to share it with you. And if you want more info on Bali, just go to christinehasler.com and you'll find it on my site there or you can email jill at christinehasler.com. Jill's amazing at helping you make your dream of coming on a retreat, like a retreat to Bali, a reality. Okay, so our last question is from Kelly, and she says, you've provided so much advice and insight regarding options for moving from a career to one that inspires with meaning and purpose. 
I have a family and my full-time job provides health insurance and retirement benefits upon which we depend. I've been working on unpacking the family beliefs tied to safety in a job, and I'd like to move into pursuing my business as a psychologist, blogger, and speaker who's able to serve my community and beyond. I've had a part-time practice in psychology for 12 years. I've given free community talks and lectures at local community colleges, which I really enjoy, and I've started a website blog. Really good, Kelly. You've done a lot. I know my heart and passion are with a private practice and developing content for my website. However, I'm not sure how to move into that work. I've tried the hustle, working on my blog, content, and client-based development in the evenings and on weekend, but my body quickly told me I was overdoing it. My adrenal health and immune system crashed. I don't feel as I can take the leap and quit my full-time job because in addition to the income loss, we'd have to pay an additional $800 a month for equivalent healthcare coverage. My husband does have a good job that he enjoys, but the benefits are minimal. I've talked to my boss about reducing my hours, but that doesn't seem to be a viable option at this time. Could you please provide me with some perspective? Am I not seeing the forest through the trees? Or is this an instance in which the timing is not yet right for me to make the move? Many thanks for any guidance you can provide. So Kelly, I really acknowledge your level of awareness here. I also acknowledge that you've got a family that you support and then are dependent on some of your benefits and salary. Uh, And really this basically comes down to a decision as to whether or not you're going to go for it and make your dreams happen and do something you enjoy or whether you're going to stay in what feels safe because you're making a lot of assumptions. One assumption is that you're going to make less money than you would staying at your job. And although that might be true in the very beginning when you're building, that may not be true at all. And $800 in healthcare may come very, very easily to you if you really get things going and flowing with your business. And I'm always amazed at how money starts to come in and resources and opportunities when we really step into what we love. But it seems like right now, trying to do both at the same time doesn't seem feasible, doesn't seem possible. So my advice to you is to choose. Do you want to do this? Do you want to go and build your business? Do you want to be an entrepreneur? Or do you want to stay at your job? Because the moonlighting thing, like you said, with kids and a family and everything else is taxing you. And if you really are a yes to going and building what you want to build, then give yourself a timeline, three months, six months, whatever it may be, to the day that you'll resign from your job. And in that time, put some money away, be a little bit creative, and really hold a positive vision for this shift. Again, if you set this timeline and have in your head that you're going to have less money, that things are going to be hard, that you're not going to be able to come up with the money, that it's going to be taxing on your family, then that's what will be created. But if you really hold this vision of stepping into your service, stepping into your calling, doing all the things that you love doing, like speaking at those community events, and start to see money coming in that way, it will be a much easier transition. But in some sense, it's kind of hard to coach you on this because you're not all in either way. You've got one foot in wanting to stay in safety and security, and you've got one foot in wanting to do what you really want to do. So before 
me or anyone else can give you guidance, choose. Are you going to stay for a few more years or are you going to start your exit strategy? And Kelly, how about this? Once you make that choice, write in again and we'll make sure to get you on the air and I'll coach you through it. But until you decide, until you choose, it's hard to get momentum. It's hard to get movement. And I know that you want advice on how to choose, but that's up to you. That's really up to you. You've got to think about what is the cost of delaying this, not just financially, but on your heart and on your emotional well-being and on what you're modeling for your children. So once you choose, write back, assist at christinehassler.com, and we'll pick this back up, and I'll help you either make peace with staying in your current job and looking at all the amazing benefits, not just financially, that it provides you, or starting to create and commit to when you will transition from working that safe job to really listening to your heart's desire. Thank you to Jessica, Lara, and Kelly for writing in. If you have any questions, again, it's assist at christinehassler.com. And be sure to go to christinehassler.com and sign up for my emails. I send out blogs and vlogs and all my announcements about upcoming retreats and events and everything else that's going on. Thanks for listening, everybody. Sending you so much love and many blessings. Until next time. 